Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good morning, my friend. How are you? You are looking fit and fiddle down there in Los Angeles, California. You've been to that LA Fitness place, I'm guessing, right? LA Fitness? Oh, yeah. You got to burn off some of those Thanksgiving calories, buddy. Yeah, well, I thought there's like but the crowds of homeless outside there at LA Fitness, isn't it? There? But that's that's part of the exercise by jumping and leaping over them. Past that's part of your exercise, dude. I thought I, I thought I saw one on a Peloton the other day. <laughs> no, he was steal, he was he was stealing it. Oh, he was wasn't leaving it. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, well, uh, first off, we got to say uh, happy post Thanksgiving to all Correct. of our listeners. Yes, yes, happy Thanksgiving to you, my friend. Yeah, did you have a good weekend or a good I, uh, Thanksgiving it, meal it, and all that? Absolutely. It's been good to have a couple days off. And by the way, we're we're recording this now on the 25th of November in the year 2023. Um, We hope everyone's uh, having a safe and uh, satisfying Thanksgiving week out there, uh, wherever and whenever you happen to be listening to this. Hey, lots going on in the world. Lots going on, dude. What else is new? Um, So we have this thing that's called Black Friday, Big Shopping Day. Uh, Interrupted up, up here in L.A. I don't know if this makes nationwide news or anywhere outside of California, but one of the more popular and lovely uh, areas of Midtown is called the Grove. Oh, the Grove, yeah, uh, lovely The, the Fairfax, Fairfax District. Um, and it's been there. It's been, it's real, one of the nicer areas, quote unquote. Yeah. So the, the wacko lefties, the, the pro-Hamas, uh, anti-Western value nudnooks uh, yeah. completely terrorized the place um, yeah. Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing how it's all melded into the, the, the Antifa, anti-US, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. middle to upper middle class college oh, yeah. kids. Yeah. It's all kind of mushed together with the uh, – and, 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 and they, tried to, they tried to wreck the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New yeah. York. Yeah. Well, a couple of things on that. So actually, I did see that. Before we even get started on that story, I'm kind of surprised that BLM never took this up previously. But as soon as you said Black Friday, I kind of thought to myself, <laughs> yeah, is, they... what, what, how could, is that not racist, Dave? Black Friday? We should, it should, should, we, should. should we call it like All all Indigenous Peoples Day Friday or something like that? Because I, I really, personally, I'm quite offended by the whole Black Friday thing. I mean, I think we should You're offended that BLM is not offended. Exactly. Yeah, I'm really quite, uh, I'm really quite, it's really quite, uh, we'll have to take that up with our BLM chapter in uh, Southern California. Yeah. Let's see how they, they do. But, right. to, but to your point, yeah, this is absolutely happening, Dave, all over the world where this mashup of, you know, kind of Palestinian freedom fighters, Hezbollah, Hamas, BLM, Antifa. And here's my thesis. And actually, I think this is, I've seen this prove out in a, at least a couple incidents. All these guys are wearing those kind of terrifying Palestinian rags around their heads, right? With only their eyes showing the green flag, all the rest of it. They're all dressed in the garb of the so-called Palestinian state, of which there is none and never was and never will be. But a couple of times I noticed these things come off during the violence, right? Like during the attacks and during sure. the – they're white kids. They, sure. are professional, yeah. <laughs> they are professionally paid white kids who answer at classified ads to go to protests like the one at the Grove that are from Soros-backed initiatives. I mean, it's just unbelievable. These aren't like these aren't like highly these aren't religious people. These aren't oppressed uh, people that came from the Middle East and they want the Palestinian state. They're just paid protesters. It just reminds me, Dave, of back at the back in Seattle when this movement started in the mid '80s. The paid protesters for the World Economic. Uh, council or forum or whatever it was, APEC, some some meeting like that, and that's when this whole type of strategy uh, started, all mashed together, like you said. 
I think it's part of the gig economy. <laughs> it's like, hey, Julio, before we head over to Starbucks to get our latte, hey, let's take some of that George Soros money, head over to the Grove, yeah. disrupt the shoppers, and yeah. wave a, a Palestinian flag and around. For people who think I'm just kind of making like that whole class answer or classified ads for whatever, that's not just me making a funny reference. That's actually true. I mean, Absolutely. They, they run classified ads saying we need paid actors between like 12 and 4. You have to run around with like a flag and we'll give you 15, 20 bucks an hour. And that's how they get all these people. And the worst part is it, you know, kind of ruins the whole shopping experience. You know, you're taking the kids out there. You want, you want to, you want to get a couple of good deals on a TV set, and you got to put up with this nonsense. I tell you, <laughs> it's tough out there. Um, hey, uh, let's let's do let's um, jump to some big big international news. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. I think in many ways, what we're seeing uh, around the world is a kind of a reflection of what's going on here, but even heightened more so. So, hey, um, we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. There is now a pushback to normalcy around the world, and it's leaving us in the dust. I mean, we're, oh, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting left behind with, uh, with Crooked Joe in, in power. Um, let's start off in, uh, hey, Argentina. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned this on the last show, but out of nowhere, this guy, Javier Millet. Yeah, that's it. M-I-L-E-I. Yeah. He's the next president, and Argentina at one time was – known to be just this beautiful, westernized, fantastic country. It's descended into a socialist uh, mess the last right. couple of decades. Yes. Um, and he just says, hey, enough of this nonsense. He's, he comes, he's basically a libertarian. Uh, and of course, a media, oh, he's, he's far right. He, because he wants to restore order yeah. and, to, and, to, and to give the power back to the people, make Argentina great again, as Donald Trump responded. Mega. Oh, he's far right. He's a nutball. Yeah. Uh, he won by a lot. Landslide. Total landslide, 55 and the, to 45. Yeah, so good luck to him. Um, hey, they turned that place around. I'd love to, I'd love to visit because I know it's a beautiful country. But then on the heels of that, just literally days later, I've known about this guy for many years, but I don't think I've ever mentioned him on the show, Geert Wilders mm. from the Netherlands. And yeah. he's been on many talk shows. He kind of reminds me of some other guys from the UK in that you, you kind of know him, but you don't. And I don't know. I didn't even know he was running to tell you the truth, <laughs> but he won a massive victory. Yeah. This guy, um, they call him the Dutch Donald Trump for his populist politics. Another huge landslide victory. Wow. And you know how they have to kind of put together various, you have to form your own government. It's a little bit, you know, it's not quite like ours. So right. the bottom line is his party now controls, has the most, uh, has the majority. Okay. And he will become the country's prime minister. You you look at any of his uh, his YouTube rants about yeah. things, about being anti-Islamic party, about being pro-Dutch uh, people. Yeah. Geert Wilders, keep keep your radar. I am very happy to see this. It's fantastic, dude. Well, a couple, couple of thoughts on that one. So Argentina, Argentina, yeah, it was at one time, still is physically a very beautiful country. Back in the early 1900s, it was the fourth largest economy in the world. Um, went off the, uh, you know, and of course, as you said, you know, now they have rampant inflation, 150% inflation per year. So they elected this guy. Uh, he's a little bit of an oddball, like you said. I mean, but he's, you know, but oh, Javier, yeah, yeah, Javier, but he's, he's got, he's got the best intentions of the, uh, Argentine people, uh, in mind. It's going to be a little tough for him to govern because although he won in a landslide personally, they still only control about a quarter of the seats in the Argentinian Congress, lower house, and about a third in the Senate. So to get stuff done is going to be tough. But he does have the you know the moral suasion, the backing of you know the the, the country and the populist, nationalist, uh, conservative movement. So yeah, wish him totally well. 
Uh, and again, like you said, and we've covered this before, this is just part of a, it kind of reminds me, Dave, back to Brexit, when Brexit kicked off the red wave around the world with Britain, and then everything else came, and then Trump won back in 2016. We're seeing it again. They've tried socialism now for about, you know, four, five, mm. six, uh, seven years, <laughs> you know, various elements of it. And guess what? Like you said, everybody's pushing back and all these countries are flipping and we are going to be, if not next, one of the biggest ones in the next year. Uh, I think so. I, I love the um, attention it's getting. So we're going to talk about it quite often because I, I think it's very important. And if we're not going to take the lead, which usually throughout our, our entire life, the United States took the lead on freedom and opportunity and uh, making sure that people, uh, you know, that the, the government was limited. And now it's Western Europe and maybe Argentina next. Yep. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on it. Uh, so speaking of one place that is not, that's, that's descending the wrong way, <laughs> it's really the United Kingdom. Right. And it's just, it's so pathetic and sad when you, you think of the history, and especially we're gonna focus on Ireland. So I don't, yeah. I'm sure some of you people have seen some of the, high, the, the uh, low lights. Yeah. I should say. So um, Ireland has gone the same way as England, uh, basically descending into a socialist, uh, a pro-immigrant, pro-bringing in millions yeah. of uh, Muslims yeah. for their uh, cherished uh, globalist agenda. Mm -hmm. um, and it finally, they finally snapped because one of the uh, culturally enriched peoples stabbed uh, a lady and yeah. several school kids out there in right. Dublin. Yeah, Ireland, right. yeah, yeah. So they finally said they snapped. So they were following the last couple of days, massive fiery protests. Um, they got violent. It got a little out of control because we were done. And what what is the scumbag prime minister? And he is. He's a lowlife. I'm going to talk about him in a second. Yeah. He immediately calls in the police to not not to, to not take out the the the, uh, the Muslims yeah. to get them off the street and to uh, prevent them from uh, harming normal citizens. No. He sends a police to go after the, the, the Dubliners, the Irish citizens who are sick of having their, uh, you know, their families and their kids, uh, uh, you know, threatened and pushed around and beat up and everything else. Um, what have you been seeing from this uh, from, from over there? From yeah, no, it's really quite amazing. And I bring kind of a personal angle to this day because my, my mom grew up in Ireland and uh, obviously a big listener to the show. Uh, and uh, my dad grew up in England uh, and she grew up in Ireland. So, you know, I've seen these countries over the years change dramatically because I visited them as a child, right? I mean, I visited them ever since I was a young boy and up until just a number of years ago. And to your point, yes, they have both become incredibly radicalized due to massive immigration problems. France, the same thing. I have personal history there, uh, as you know. And and unfortunately, they don't assimilate, right? So they, what they've done, they, they basically now have like these whole neighborhoods, kind of like Dearborn, Michigan, with the Muslims outside of, of, of uh, Detroit. Um, they just all congregate in one area. They want Sharia law. They don't want to. They don't want to become Americans. They don't. They want America for everything that's good about America, but they want to keep their own little thing going. And so we're now seeing the results of this uh, non-integration pushing of the radical Islamic jihadist uh, Sharia law theocratic uh, agenda. Uh, and basically, you have these these you know in, insane immigrants who are just sleeping on the street at night, and they wake up and they run around, they yell Allah Akbar, and they start you know stabbing kids. 
And like you said, mm -hmm. the, the country snapped. Conor McGregor, the famous Irish MMA fighter, uh, has weighed in on this big time and on social media. And he's like, "Hey, I, I don't condone. I you know I don't condone the rioting as a you know as a result of this. But hey, I understand people's yeah. frustrations. We're fed up and we're done." Yeah, it's 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 beyond belief. So, you know, after hundreds of years of being under the thumb of England, Ireland just, you know, all they, all they care about is their left wing socialist agenda. And I'm sorry, these uh, the locals there, the citizens have to look themselves in the mirror and, and realize that over the last three decades, they have voted the wrong way. I'll just say yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. They have voted. Oh, we have to have uh, terminate pregnancy up until birth. We have to have uh, socialized medicine on and on. Now, who do they have as prime minister? A character named Leo Varadkar. Okay, his father was born in India. All right, yeah. he doesn't have roots in the right. country, and I think that that's right. very important to bring out. Totally. So he's brought along with him a left-wing global agenda, yep. which includes uh, bringing in hordes of people who have zero in common with yep. the average Dubliner and Ireland, uh, you know, person from Ireland. Just like the mayor and, of London, same thing. Yep. Same with yeah, and it's just it's it's horrific. So yeah, good. For, I'm glad you brought up Connor. So he's you know. It's, it really is important for well-known figures in whatever country, you know, um, that, that speak up. Yeah. So he, he gave a – Connor gave a fantastic a rant. I believe it was it on X on, yeah, on Twitter. Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically saying, hey, um, we, we have to step up. Um, there's grave danger among us in Ireland. Yeah. Um, and what, the worst part about the whole thing, like I was mentioning, is that how the prime minister and the local police there just sick their wolves on the citizens there. And instead of protecting them from the from the Muslims that they've imported, yeah. they've arrested hundreds. They've got CCTV. Yeah. They're, they're going to call this like a J six moment. 100%. They're going to start going after all the citizens analogy, that yeah. that dare that dare to protest against. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we want to help protect our kids from being stabbed on the way to school. Oh, I guess you're a right wing, uh, you know, a crazy person. The analogy to J six dude is perfect. They basically want to use situations like this to entrap us. And the same thing as the chief of police in Ireland in Dublin. He's the same kind of you know, gay pride, you know, LGBTQ, you know, Islamophobia. So you got a, you got a radical, illegal Muslim who stabs a woman and several children. And the first thing the chief of police says is that we need uh, laws and, and uh, stuff against Islamophobia. Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? Yeah. Like, what about protecting all of the people of Ireland? So it's, they've, they've now close to taking over the country. Uh, there's still an opportunity to push back. There's rumors now that we should do like kind of like a melee thing, like in Argentina, and have Connor run for prime minister in Ireland. But uh, he's hugely popular. But hey, these people got to get their act together. Uh, they want to become like France, um, England, England, Ireland. France is already shot. Uh, they basically have now, like, as I've told you before, no-go zones in the northwest suburbs of Paris. The police don't even go there anymore. They just self-patrol, you know, the, the radical uh, Islamic folks who self-patrol there. So we'll see what happens with those two countries. But I can tell you one mm -hmm. thing. It's affecting things because I'm not taking my family there for vacation this summer. It's just not going to happen. No, it has a very yeah, – it's a domino theory. It is yeah, various uh, you know, connected events that happen because of things like this. Um, just one, it's going to be one vote at a time, one council person at a time. I don't quite know how they run their elections out there. It's a little different than ours, but they, they have to take a strong, you know, someone's going to have to rise up and we've seen it in Spain In Spain now three weeks in a row, these pro, uh, uh, you know, domestic, uh, patriotic people have been protesting against the socialist takeover and bringing in more, more, uh, Africaners or whatever right. you want to call them that are not going to integrate with their society. So. 
And what you just mentioned about the uh, uh, about framing this um, as uh, you know, we're talking about well, there these these how dare they they push back because they're just a bunch of uh, uh, demented uh, MAGA uh, wannabes right. <laughs> against mothers and fathers that are just running running their shops. So that kind of kind of ties into my 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 next kind of point is. The globalist uh, push uh, and their left-wing uh, allies in the media are framing this in such a way that you're immediately called, you know, these these horrific names instead of saying, "Hey, we just want to have a nice, safe, decent place to raise our family." Sure. No, I mean, dude, it's exactly like what happened after the Israeli massacre in early October, right? Twelve hundred Israelis get slaughtered by pro Hamas within 48 hours the Biden administration comes out and says we need a national strategy on Islamophobia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I, you, what? You, you cannot make this stuff up or I mean, I guess you could knowing what their intention is, right? And that's very strategic because they're trying to reframe what is a radical Islamic and that's all these folks know that the Quran is definitely not a religion of peace. It's not even no. a religion. It's a made up religion. And it's definitely not something of peace. It's all calls for killing throughout the whole book. Yes. But right, like within 48 hours, can you believe that of, of that event, right? They, they come out with a, we need a national strategy. I thought I misread it. I thought, oh, national strategy against radical Islam. No, no, no. <laughs> national strategy against Islamophobia. <laughs> so you know the whole uh, global uh, agenda about about how their narrative. It's Peter Schweitzer's got that fantastic book about the controligarchs, which is what a good phrase that is, yeah. exposing the billionaire class and basically saying how um, and probably one of the leading um, oh enemies of the state, if you want to call this, the uh, New York governor H Hockel 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 Hockel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like her. <laughs> She's a socialist. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I know. Uh, look and at, it, look and how she performed during COVID, dude. I mean, oh, she, was, she was a Nazi leading yeah. the charge there. Oh, Kathy Hochul, please, people of New York, um, get rid of her as soon as you can. But basically, she's um, the leading spear of this horrible push to control every single word that comes uh, into your uh, into your uh, you know into your window, including yeah. your kids. So there, there's now you know an eleven billion dollar industry. It's called the censorship industry. Right. And she had just came out just a few days ago, and it's very Orwellian how she wants to control everything that comes, you know, using your teachers, using the media, and they want you to, they want to teach your schools how to spot conspiracy theories. In other words, the truth, <laughs> right, about <laughs> right. COVID, about right. um, the, the illegal immigration wave. I mean, it, it's it's horrific. And then you've got the scumbag, or uh, Dan Goldman from New York, who actually called for the elimination. He used that word elimination of yeah. President Donald Trump on MSNBC. Yeah. Can you imagine if any Republican said that yeah. to any about any Democrat politician? They, they'd be hung at the very next day. Yeah. And even so, if you tie into other, you know, we're, we're doing our best to push back this podcast, the war room. We're trying to push back. Even Amazon has blacklisted many, many uh, patriotic and, and pro-democracy uh, 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 books and movies. And the last one was called The Plot Against the President, uh, directed by Amanda Milius, uh, yeah. daughter of famous uh, John Milius director. Uh, they, they took it off their streaming service without explanation. Yeah, and that was the plot against Donald J. Trump that we've that we've exposed, and it's a fantastic documentary if you do get a chance to see it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So it's Hochul, it's Hochul's I mean been all over the place. I mean, yeah. she's she's recently in the last week or so. I know you're gonna you're gonna bring it up in the next minute here, but you know she's signed a number of 
um, laws in the last you know few weeks around concealed mm. carry, gun permits, you know, just dialing back on Second Amendment uh, freedoms and rights, uh, giving more rights to criminals and less rights to victims by this signing the so-called Clean Slate Act, which signs criminals records and does, doesn't allow people to basically find out about right. criminals after they've been. Uh, you know, uh, convicted of crimes. She's they they have that that state and that and her in particular have just been. Uh, that's about. I, I, it's hard to say that anything's further left they than California where we are. But I think New York's a very. I think they're tied for yeah. first, to be honest. Yeah, Gruesome Newsome and Hochul are really they're like in a race <laughs> to yeah. see who can who can be more fascistic if that's the right w- way to put it. And that's what fascism is. It's it's oh they allow you to keep your private industry, but we control every part of it. Right. Um, is really what that what that comes down to. And this last thing about the censorship is just right. uh, yeah, and then when you find that, it, yeah. it really is an industry. Yeah, it really is an industry, and she's uh, pushing it as as hard as, as can be. Um, and then when you, you know, on the on the plus side, uh, I guess he's kind of on our side most of the time, Elon Musk. Mm. So we, we did talk about that uh, huge lawsuit against Media Matters. And they're just one of many, you know, Huffington, Huffington Post and, you know, you, you know, they're no worse than the Washington Post, you know, Jeff right. Bezos's uh, paper that, of propaganda. Right. So at least uh, Media Matters now just has um, many organizations now have stepped up. And when you dig into it, Media, media Matters is just one of many. But, oh, what is this? You mean George Soros gives them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and they don't they don't make money. It's just right. it's just a, a just a mouthpiece. And there's something called the Hopewell Fund, and then you oh, what's the Hopewell Fund? Oh, that's funded by Arabella Advisors, and who funds them? Oh, Soros. And it's, it's funny how all the stuff is tied in into the hundreds of thousands of dollars to push their uh, agenda. And by the way, his agenda, his uh, his most well known group is called the Open Society Foundation. Open Society Orders. Yeah. If you ever hear that, orders. people run away. Yeah, totally. And back on Hochul for a second. I mean, it's just what she's doing yeah. with this media censorship and all this um, stuff that's you know come out recently. So strategically, Dave, here what here's what's kind of happening because the feds are losing in federal court. I mean, we they basically Twitter, Facebook, etc. They got found out by federal court during the last election. They were being basically used, you know, to uh, to influence an election. So now with the strategy folks, Mark Elias, etc., they're pushing down the same strategy to the state level. So basically, then the state level in favorable left leaning states like New York can control that strategy of, for example, monitoring so called hate speech, surveillance, social media. I mean, she said this past Monday, they are, quote, very focused on collecting data from social media platforms as part of an effort to counter online negativity. What the hell is online negativity? And negativity in whose view? Your view, Kathy Hochul? Like, negativity in whose view? It's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's like I said earlier, you see these rampant anti-Semitic activities, attacks. You can't walk across Harvard Yard with a a hamukkah on and without getting beat up. Yet we're talking about a national strategy for Islamophobia, Dave. It's just insane. Yeah, we have to, uh, everyone has to be aware of it. The, um, you know, the, it goes back to the, really the 1920s and misinformation. And it literally, I mean, just for one little thing for an example, and we'll wrap it up. But uh, every day I look at my sources and you find more and more and more information about COVID and the cover up and that Pfizer knew all about it and that, uh, you know, people are realizing that's why the new the new vaccine, only 2% of the public have taken it because no most of the people yeah. are, are wise to it now. And that's right. just one little sliver of it. Yeah. And and when you when you spend even just five or 10 minutes and we encourage everyone to do 
do your own research. Re, re, totally. Do your reading. Yep. Poke around a little bit. Look at Breitbart. Yep. Uh, um, yep. Listen to our yeah, show. And, <laughs> and, our show. and that's I mean, how you learn. And then you can tell your friends, exactly. right? This whole thing about is connecting the dots and surfacing information and not being histrionic about it, but just getting information out there. And Dave, by the way, just last comment about COVID. Isn't it funny? Three years to the week this week, week of November 25th, three years to the week is when we started getting reports of a mystery virus coming out of mm. China and the possibilities that we were going to have to shut down air transportation. What's happening in China this week? Another mysterious pneumonia, lung illness is circulating primarily, they say, amongst children. Isn't it funny, though, it's happening exactly three years? Mm. It didn't happen in the last three years, but one year exactly before the U.S. election, you're seeing a lot of these fake pictures of kids and hospitals and all the pneumonia and all the rest of it. Don't buy it, people. Don't get fooled for a second time. Oh, so you mean kind of repeat the same playbook because that's all they got is what you might maybe what might be happening so, here. Dave, it worked so well for them the first time. They were able to basically take yep. out Trump, get in mail order balloting and take over and fake an election and take over a rigged election. So it worked extremely well the first time. Ah, Dave, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for tuning into our show. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are everywhere and on social media. We are at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, we will see you down the road on the right side.